Well, Boker Tov, everyone. Boker Tov. This is very exciting. We're having a conclusion of the whole book of Tanya today, the Siam, completing the Tanya, the 18th day of Kislev. As you know, every year, um, the Tanya has been set up by the previous Rebbe to be completed on the 18th day of Kislev and begin again with the introduction on the 19th of Kislev, which is tomorrow. So this is another cycle. And every year, obviously, when we finish, we learn it on a high, deeper level. So here's essay number nine. Um, I have in mind that Misha, Max Ben Arab Misha, so Yard said this today, and blessing for all those who need health, Shiduchim, Parnasa, and most importantly, that Mashiach should come immediately. Amen. The Rebbe says strong words, Alter Rebbe, of rebuke for lax behavior during prayer, guidelines for appropriate prayer, a call to study the laws of Shabbos thoroughly. I, uh, I'm going to be learning also using my Tanya I got from the Rebbe in 1990. Uh, it's about 1990 approximately. Yeah, I was about, about Bar Mitzvah, a little before my Bar Mitzvah. About a couple weeks probably before my Bar Mitzvah. It is written, You shall surely repute. Todah. Your comrade, Anybody even 100 it? times. Add our sages, take up the hint offered by the repetitive form of the Hebrew verb. So basically, in, in Vayikra, it says you should surely rebuke, it says it twice. And the Gemara, Brachos, above, uh, the Gemara in Baba Metzia basically explains that that means even 100 times. So if you see someone doing something wrong, kindly, obviously, we could say it again and again and again until they get it right. Not privately, in a loving way. Sometimes we have to tell ourselves a hundred times. So you're not off the hook. Just they tell yourself, no, I, 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 made, I, told, I, I pointed it out to them. I, I'm done. No, That's no, not, you're not off the hook. Not even close. Not even off the hook at all. hundred times. You have to understand that uh, sometimes, sometimes it, you're chipping away at the dirt that's surrounding the soul. And sometimes it's a, it's a big layer and it needs a little bit with a lot of dedication, a lot of patience and a lot of love. You start chipping away and eventually you've, you, hit the, you hit the neshama. And that's when things go in a very powerful way. So Salta Rebbe says like this, Therefore, writes Salta Rebbe, I cannot contain myself and, and, and cannot refrain from crying out yet again in a voice betraying pained weakness. To quote from Exodus. But the question is, do you do that while you're supposed to be davening or not? Oh. Then you're interfering the whole thing. Oh, oh, you're ahead of us, doctor. Always ahead of us. <laughs> Says the Alter Rebbe, I plead with you out of deep compassion. Have pity on your souls. Take care, be extremely vigilant concerning the study of Torah and the service of the heart, which is prayer, with proper kavanah intent. What does that mean? And uh, I was thinking, we have to all work on this, right? We all have to work on this. All should begin the prayers in unison. That's one area we could all work on. Mila b'mila, word by word. Another word. And not one person here and another person elsewhere. One mute dreaming off somewhere and another idly chatting. We <laughs> <That's>, got them all. 
um, idly chatting, may God protect us. So we can't, we, ideally, davening should begin, everyone together, the same place, and word for word. The main cause and instigator of this damage, who comes from those leading the services. Al-Turebbe comes down strong on the chazanim. This is nothing against the chazan that comes to visit you, doctor. That office, means to lead the service, is abandoned to whom, whoever wishes to stride forth <laughs> and snatch the honor. Brutal. This is real strong. Or because not even one desires it, so that ultimately the prayers are led by someone inappropriate to the task. Okay. You have to want to do it. You can't just. Chulu. So what? So what is? So now the Alter gave the problems. Problem is not everyone's starting together. Not everyone's doing at the same pace. And you know, and then so on and so forth. You need to do it like For this reason, this is the counsel offered. And a regulation established. A law not to be violated. Not to be violated further. God forbid. It's a strong term. God forbid. This, that is to choose fixed individuals. Fit for this office of leading the prayers. By lot, throw a lottery, or by consent of the majority of the worshippers. And the Alter Rebbe says, that's not enough. It can't just be lottery or majority of the worshippers. It has to have certain criteria. And who indeed is fit for the office? Who indeed is fit for this office to be the leader of the, uh, of the, of the, of the, the chazen, of the service? These shall be people, men, who pray word by word at a moderate pace, the Koram aloud. Aloud is a good word. You like that word? Yeah, because sometimes somebody goes fast and I can't hear anything. Zayir Gut. Al-Tarebbe likes to make sure that Dr. Gutkin would hear. <laughs> Neither overly prolonging the prayers, nor racing intemperately, intemperately, no, God forbid. <laughs> this is 200, years. 200 years, over 200 years ago, Nothing's right? Changed. So it shouldn't be too slow. And then the Alter Rebbe says, not too fast, God forbid. Notice he says that by too fast. Um, theirs is the duty to lead the prayers. Lead the prayers each on his day as determined. So basically, you have set people leading the services, and let's say this uh, it's a rotation of people that would lead the service on a moderate space with, a, 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 with a saying it appropriately, right? Um, they have an obligation to, to get up there and pray, okay, uh, when they need to. And now here's a little tip, Al-Tarebbe says. The less if I love, he shall assemble close around him all those who pray audibly, at least, uh, neither whispering, nor rushing, God forbid. This is amplified in age-old communal regulations in many towns. So now the Al-Tareb is saying this was already old regulations in his time. 
So many it's going on for a long, long time, these regulations the way it should be. It says Al Tarebas, so why am I repeating them? I come now, writes the Alter Rebbe, to renew them, to strengthen and invigorate them, never again to be weakened, God forbid. Now the Alter Rebbe writes a word in Yiddish, two words in Yiddish, because it was written, handwritten, Gewald, Gewald! Can't really translate that appropriately. Following, knows what that means. Two, the following two words appear in Yiddish, in the Alter Rebbe's original manuscript, Gewald, Gewald, an outcry of agonized consternation. What is the Gavald? Admasai Yiyez Elanu Lamaikesh. How long will this be an obstacle for us? How long will we be burdened by praying without proper intent? Have we not sufficient reproofs and troubles that have overtaken us? May God protect and console us with redoubled support and purify our hearts to serve Him in truth. <speaking in Hebrew> Strengthen and fortify your hearts, all who hope in God. Note of the Rebbe, see Psalm 31. Here's another thing. Okay, so that's the first point. Second point is to complete the entire Talmud every year. Not every individual. But split up the tractates. Also complete the study of the entire Talmud year after year. And in every community, a, pro, a, a portion, the tractates by lot or by consent, each individual choosing the tractate that he desires to study. Uh, every year in Yutas Kislev, the Rebbe would have a Fabrengen and they would th- hand out cards You'd see them passing out cards. And on the card, you'd write down which tractate you take upon yourself, God willing to finish by the next 19th of Kislev. And the Rebbe would fill out a card himself. The Rebbe many times would take Sanhedrin, like his father-in-law. Sanhedrin talks about the leader. The, the, and uh, But uh, literally every single person. And I got my email from Chabad in, in New York. My Rabbi Krinsky sends an email to all the shluchim about splitting up and have it digitally where you pick your tractate and you can see digitally how many people and who picked which tractate so the shas is finished by the shulchan probably several times every year by each one taking their tractate so I took my three tractates but you're supposed to take at least one to finish by the next year maybe it's a good idea for everyone out here to think about the tractate there's some tractates that's only eight pages long tell us which one Tamid <laughs> In a city with numerous synagogues, like Crown Heights, each congregation should complete the Talmud. And if a congregation is too small to implement this program, they should join forces with many of a larger one. So if you have a, a smaller congregation, right, then you, you, you attach yourself to other congregations and split it up. And this baby, this should be this statute that the entire Talmud be studied every year shall not be varied or violated. Strong words, right? Mm-hmm. In addition, each of the participants shall individually read the whole of the eightfold Psalm 119 every week. Note of the Rebbe, that's basically the Psalm the 119. 
because they each each have, I think, eight verses of each of the alphabet. So it's called the eightfold. I have not observed that people make a point of doing this, the Rebbe said. Elsewhere, the Rebbe adds, it will be noted that in many places it's customary to recite this psalm on Shabbat after Mincha, and this too was the custom of my revered father of blessed memory. So the, the Rebbe is saying that we don't see that this is actually implemented, this part. Now another concept. Moreover, since due to the frailty of our times, not everyone is capable of fasting as he ought. Okay, so here the, the Rebbe counsels about Shomer Shabbos. The counsel offered follows the declaration of our sage of lesson memory. Whoever observes Shabbat according to its law is forgiven all his sins. That's what the Gemara Shabbos says. So since we can't fast, we could be more we could be scrupulous about Shabbos observance. Says If you look at the words of our sages, it says the term according to its law is is used advisably for the Shabbat cannot be properly observed without a knowledge of its law. If you don't know the laws of Shabbat. Many times people are violating Shabbat because they don't really know all the laws. So how are you supposed to observe Shabbat if you don't know halachot? So the Alter Rebbe says, very simple, start learning. It's therefore incumbent upon every individual to master the great law of Shabbat. Um, the term great law echoes the expression in Gemara. What does the Gemara and Shabbos say regarding checking one's clothes before sundown on Friday in order not to transgress, transgress a prohibition later? The, the laws of Shabbat thus not only inform us of what is prohibited, but also of how to avoid transgression. So the, they give you practical terms. If you wear your clothing during the week and you carry things in your pockets, so it gives you advice how to take, check your pockets Friday afternoon so that you're not walking outside and carrying outside, which is one of the laws. You're not allowed to carry, of course, if there's no Eruv outside on Shabbat. So it gives you advice. So it's not a halacha that you must check your pockets. It's advisable to check your pockets before Shabbat, right? Uh, it's not one of the 613 mitzvahs to check your pockets, but it's advice from the rabbis. So too many other things. Today we have ways to keep your lights on by putting on timers or putting device over the lights to make sure you don't mistakenly flip the switch when you walk in. There are other practical um, ways to, to, to remind oneself not to violate Shabbat. And then there's the spiritual idea of Shabbat, which is not speaking idle talk on Shabbat. Also be most careful on Shabbat not to indulge in idle chatter, God forbid. Why? For it is known to the, initi the initiates in the mystical wisdom of Kabbalah, all the mitzvahs comprise an internal and an external aspect, the spirituality of the mitzvah and the physical act which is required, which it requires. So now he's going to get into the internal idea of what Shabbat is. Okay? <laughs> The externality of the mitzvah of Shabbat is the cessation of physical activity, just as God ceased making the physical heaven and earth. So we don't do work, right? That's the external idea of resting on Shabbat. What about the internal? The internal dimension of Shabbat is one's intention in the Shabbat prayers. And during one's Torah study, to cleave to the one God. That's the internal idea of rest on Shabbat. Prayer and Torah study. And with Kavanah. 
Okay? As it is written, what does it say in Exodus? It is Shabbat to the Lord your God. Right? That's in the Ten Commandments. That means dedicating our Shabbats to more prayer, more Torah study. People think it's about resting. It's about going, uh, doing who knows what. It's resting from the physical, focusing on the spiritual. Underlying the cessation of labor on Shabbat is the concept of elevation. When a person rests from his labor at any time, the energy that had been vested in it rises and returns to its source within the soul. So to the cessation of labor resting on Shabbat means that the soul, which during the week had been immersed in mundane activities, is uplifted to the Lord your God. Generally, Shabbat says two things the prophets say about Shabbat. Shamor v'zachar, guard the Shabbat and remember the Shabbat, right? So the, the, this internal level of the mitzvah of Shabbat is the element of remembering. The Shabbat comprises two elements, remembering zachar and observing Shamor, reflecting the two commandments, remember the Shabbat, Shabbat day to sanctify it, right? That is written in Shemot, in Exodus, and observe the Shabbat day to sanctify it. In the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy, it says Shamor, and as we say in L'chad Dodi, Shamor v'zachar b'dibur echad, God said, Guard the Shabbat and remember the Shabbat in one, with one saying. Only God can do that. He could say both. Which is correct. Both. Which one did he say? Both. When did he say? Together. Right? So, basically, elevating the soul on Shabbat through proper intent kavanah during prayer and Torah study is the act of remembering. Now we need to discuss what does it mean guarding. So, remembering Shabbat spiritually means kavanah, prayer, and, and, and Torah study. Upechina shamar... The inner dimension of the element of, of observing is refraining from speech about material affairs, just as God ceased from the ten utterances through which the physical heaven and earth were created. The external aspect of observing is refraining from active labor. The internal aspect of observing is refraining and resting from speech about material affairs. <coughs> <clears throat> For don't one, talk, don't talk business deals. Ah, beautiful. For one, opposite the other, right? Speaking about the material uh, about material affairs on Shabbat is the inverse of the rest and elevation that a Jew secures on Shabbat through prayer and Torah study. Okay, we complete the Tanya. The shut. Uh, we, we complete the tiny with practical takeaways for a chassan of the Alter Rebbe. Amongst them, one, choose a chassan who is not in a rush. Two, start praying with the minion and pray diligently. Three, study a tractate of Talmud annually. Four, study the detailed, detailed and intricate laws of Shabbos. Five, understand the hidden mystical dimensions of Shabbat and Shabbos and keep Shabbos on a much higher plane, which is, of course, by dedicating ourselves to study Torah and prayer with the true intention and to stay away from um, idle chatter on Shabbos and then Lashana Tova may you be inscribed and sealed for a good year in the study of Chassidus and the ways of Chassidus Mashiach now Amen Good Yom Tov everyone Good Yom Tov we, Whenever we finish the Tanya Good Yom Tov everyone Good Yom Tov everyone we always finish make a see and we start from the beginning so I'm going to say the first few words of the Tanya first of the, from the uh, from the header of the Alter Rebbe it says that the Tanya is actually, the Alter Rebbe himself wrote, wrote the title page. He said, Sefer Lekutei Amarim, it's a Chela Kadishan, Anik Rebbeseim Shefer Sobeninim, the compilation of teachings called the, the first 
the book of the Benini, Milukat Mipis Farim, gathered from um, books, Mipis Seifrim, and scribes. Kedoshe El Yon, exalted on high. Nishmasam aid them their souls in heaven. Based on the verse, it's very near to you in your mouth and in and your heart to do it. Levar hatev to explain clearly to explain how it's very near to you in a, a long, short way with the help of God. And the actual cha- that's the title page. But the first chapter of Tanya begins Perikal of Tanya Nida. Chapter 1 of Tanya, and the end of the third chapter of Nida, the Gemara Nida, one is administered an oath before the baby's born. Be righteous, but do not be wicked. And even if the, everyone says that you're a tzaddik, the whole world is telling you you're a tzaddik, you have to be in your eyes like a rasha. So Atareb asked the question on this. It says in the chapter 2 of Perkyavis, you shouldn't be wicked in your own eyes. And then it's a practical problem. So it's a contradiction. You should be a wicked in your own eyes, it says here. And then somewhere else it says you shouldn't. And here's a practical problem. If you look at yourself as wicked, Russia, you will be depressed. You will feel depressed and you won't be able to serve God with joy and gladness of the heart. But then on the flip side, and if you do not get upset about that you're wicked, Russia, then you'll be, you could come to f- being lightheaded and do whatever you want. You figure, I don't care. I think, I was thinking about it this Shabbat, I think it was Shabbos. This question is probably one of the biggest questions uh, that's very hard even for me to understand today. It's a very complicated thing. Let's give you an example. person does something wrong. Avera, right? A sin. On the one hand, we're not supposed to be depressed about something that wrong that's been done because then you're supposed to serve God with joy. At the same time, you should not be in a situation where it doesn't bother you at all that you did something wrong because then you're not going to care. So the Alter Rebbe asked this question at the beginning of time, how do, you, how do you walk the line between rectifying what was done wrong and not being depressed about it? So this is the Alter Rebbe's question. And ultimately, the Alter Rebbe says, when you recognize what a Bainini is, that Bainini is someone who has an active godly soul, an active Yetzirah, animal soul, you're not perturbed by the fact that you get all these thoughts that come in that are not, not good, negative thoughts, as Rabbi Levin was talking on Shabbat. A person should never be upset that he has negative thoughts because it's to be expected from a, a person, a Bainini, to have negative thoughts. The question is whether we act on them or whether we push them away. So don't get down by the fact that you're battling all your life negativity and you feel like I've, where have I gotten I'm still battling the, the negative urges and things of that nature why, why am I not 2.0 so the Rebbe says a Baini all his life struggles and has always has a Yitzhahara so get, don't get saddened about it but actually recognize in fact that when the fact that you're getting these bad thoughts is a sign that you're working on yourself because the, Baini, the Yitzhahara only gets upset when his feathers are ruffled and the fact that you're ruffling his feathers enough for him to be sending his evil thoughts to you it's a sign that you're doing good. So it's not a bad sign, it's actually a good sign. So this is a very powerful idea. So therefore, don't get down. Don't accept the bad thought. But re- rather recognize that Hashem has sent it to you to lift you to a higher level and overcome it. So this is one of the, the ideas of, of, of the Tanya explains. May Hashem banish all the evil. When Mashiach will come, it will be easier because we won't have to deal with the darkness with Mashiach now. Amen.